Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But we don't show prep. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, yeah. I just, I just barely make it in. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you can tell, but we don't show prep. I mean... Bobby Hurricanes, yeah. You know the name already. It's Merced. Ha <laughs> ha. It's a six-rig cane show. Can't forget the name, though. Got jazz, blue, vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up. Ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Ride Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the six-rig champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane that's never still put a damage to your squad. The six-rig cane show. The six-rig cane show. Six rings can't show. <laughs> you know. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Kane. I will tell you something that I'm not that I'm not happy with it. I want to bring on Flo for this one. So let's go ahead and, and bring bring uh, our special guest on the show. There hey, he is. Flo, how's it going? Hello. What's up, boys? How are you guys doing tonight? Good. How are you? Good. good. Another, another day in paradise. Just a little bit hotter. It was so hot. Um, by the way, I like that hat, Flo. That's nice. It's a nice hat. I okay. I don't even I forget. I you have like, to lose track of what you get. <laughs> Hey, don't you hate has, when that happens? You don't know what the hat that you forgot what hat you put on. You know, you, you know, you can look at the screen and see yourself, right? You got 
You're smaller. You're small, Flo. Don't worry about it. We'll let this it just killed me. Vish, <laughs> good point. Good oh, point. Man. Uh, Flo, before we get to it, I got to do this because I got to give a shout out, man. You guys are family. So talk to me a little bit about that background, man. What you guys got going on? Um, we just start. Oh, we just we we decided to start um, something called the Mindflow Boom Squad, and you know how we have a bunch of players on NIL, so yeah. we're gonna have a player that's just for the Boom Squad. I can't tell you who it is yet. He is a linebacker. That's all I'll say. And yeah. we did a little pair on anytime you buy it, it goes to NIL towards him, you know. But what it's not, because when I announced it on Sunday, people started thinking is, does he get more money every time he gets a big boom here? No, that is not what it is. Not like what Luke used gate, to do. <laughs> not what Luke used to do with the bounties and stuff back in yeah, the day. Yeah, make sure you keep that clear. It was I just thought it'd be cool because um, you know, in, in my opinion, the, the future is bright at that linebacker core. And uh I think that it was kind of neat just to do something. We're always trying to figure out a way to do NIL legally to give back to the players. And, you know, there's a bunch of niches now. A lot of stuff is legal. You just got to keep figuring out what it is. You know, you can't just give them money. They have to do something, right? You know, they have to work for it. So whether it's appearances or, you know, whatever it is. And we came up with the idea, Jazz, you guys know Jazz, and not yep. this Jazz, the other Jazz. Uh, she came up with a few little logos and stuff like that. AB hooked it up and... Um, we put it out uh, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, and uh, it's just, it's just honestly, it's just to give back to the team. You know, that's all it is, and it's kind of cool, a little bit cool. I, I think it's a little exciting. You remember back when they used to punt the ball, and the guy would run down the sideline, and all you'd hear in the stand is boom, boom, yeah. boom, right? From that's all the right there, huh? right. So that's where it came from. I started. I think we got some guys on this on this team now that they they want to lay down the wood a little bit. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. And that's, that's the logo that, behind you, right? That's the logo yeah, behind that's the, you. That's the basic one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of laying the boom, I, I, we didn't even mention them, but Caleb Spencer and Mark Fletcher met at the line. Well, it was like it was like a one yard, two yard gain, right? I think something like that. When they met at the line, that boom went. It went boom. They went like this. Look. Did did, did you notice Mark didn't go down? No, he it was like this. <laughs> it was a nice. Stick. It was a nice stick, but then he went. He leaned forward for another yeah, yard did. and a half. You know. Yeah, he did. It was a, uh, it was impressive, but yeah. I, that kind of shows me that Caleb Spencer is gonna be, it's gonna be that dude in a couple of years, man. Dude, I'm he's physically him. gifted. He's just got to get it between the ears, which right. he will. You know, we got good coaching, but physically, super. I mean, he looks like a D one guy right now. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, all right, I got a question. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna start off. I'm a heavy hit. I'm. It's uh -huh. a heavy hitter type of question right off the bat, and then I know that some of these cats got some stuff for you too obviously we spoke about the scrimmage a little bit i mentioned some of the good things we mentioned some of the things that can get cleaned up you know obviously the penalties but it kind of as blue mentioned got cleaned up a little bit towards you know towards the middle to end my my thing is right i'm gonna go straight to it the number two offense right you'll be number two now this is a hot topic right now and i know that the bottom line is you've been an advocate for JB, right? For Jakari Brown. I think we all right. like his athleticism and, right. um, you know, a lot of the things. And, and I know we haven't seen his true potential yet, right? As far as like in the scrimmages, you know, just based off of what we've spoken about before, it's, it's hard to gauge what an athlete like him can do in a scrimmage because you're not going full out and yada, yada, yada. Right. Are you concerned? Because he didn't look, you know, I mean, he's not getting hit. He's still missing on a lot of throws. And, right. you know, he's not getting out of the pocket and running and all these things. All these things. We can go, we can go all day talking about all the negatives. However, are you, the bottom line is, are you concerned with his progression right now, his development at that position, even even though we're, we're not seeing his true potential yet? 
uh, even in the scrimmages and practices and things like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, the fans get to see him twice, spring game and this game. And in the pocket and throwing the ball, he has not lived up to expectations. There's been some practices that I know Blue's been there, and some of us get a chance to see that he, he looks different sometimes. So, you know, he, he's just hot and cold. I think what, what kills JB is there's two quarterbacks that can spin it on the roster. And you cannot not compare him, even if you want to not compare him because he's a different type of quarterback. Because TBD comes in, TBD's got an NFL arm. And you bring in this true freshman who looks like he's a sophomore in college and he spins it. Look, in my opinion, I don't think JB's ever going to be that guy from the pocket. I know they're trying to make him a pocket guy. They're trying to keep him calm in the pocket. He doesn't look comfortable to me in the pocket. Yeah. I think he, in a, for him to be successful, and, and a lot of people forget this, and I like to bring it up a lot. It was atrocious last year, right? For whatever reason, we're not going to point fingers. It was just bad. The young man had a start as a true freshman in an away game at Georgia Tech. Threw for three touchdowns. And go look at his numbers. He had a 70% uh, uh, percentage, uh, what do you call it? Completion, <clears throat> right? 70-some percent. As a true freshman, when he only knew 25% of the playbook, okay? And... Then all of a sudden, like, oh, my God, we got something. And then he came back to reality, right, <laughs> uh, the next game. So here's where I am. with This is where I defend him. I don't know what he is. I don't. But I know what he's not. I know he's not a pocket guy. You know, he's an RPO guy. For him to be successful, I'm saying, he's got to be an RPO guy and a one redo. Like, my first read's there. It's not. I tuck it and go. For I'm saying for him to be successful, in my opinion, that's who he is. This these type of settings are completely against what he does. Good, he can't run. You know, they tell him to sit in the pocket because they want him to get used to the pocket, right? He looks very uncomfortable in the pocket, right? And he does make erratic throws when he sits in there a little too long. I would like to see him in some mop up duty if the Canes do what they're supposed to do, where he's allowed to just play football before we say. He can or cannot win for us. He's never going to be TBD. He's never going to be Emery. But he might be that guy that's 14 for 20, two touchdown passes, 50 yards rushing, and a, and a rushing touchdown. He might be that guy. And that might be good enough for a W. You know, that's all. I think it's tough because you got two guys that could spin it, and you cannot not look at that and think, wow, this guy can't throw the ball. He throws a knuckleball. He throws it too hot on, the, on an easy pass. Like, I get that. I, I'm a, I'm on the side where, before we, we we say that he's not the dude, let's let let's see him play in a game when he has help, when he has a good offensive line, when he has weapons on the sideline, when the playbook is a lot easier for him, right? Where he doesn't have to sit and go through reads because I don't think he's that guy. Me personally, I don't think he's that guy, but I do think he's a problem if you bring in his legs, an RPO game. That's just me. Fair enough. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys got for uh, for flow? DJ, you want to go? Yeah. Uh, hey, Flo, how's it going? I uh, had a question, like, more so your thoughts about A.J. Allen, because I got to see him play a lot last year at Nebraska, and I was uh, impressed by his quickness and his ability to run downhill. He showed it Saturday with, I believe, 91 yards rushing on the day, a couple big, you know, gains, a couple big breaks. So what are your thoughts on him? Is he, you know, is he – going to make some noise in this very deep running back room yeah i mean 
I think he was the talk of the of the, of the game after. I, I don't. I didn't run into anybody. That didn't say AJ. Did you see that guy AJ? That guy AJ. I think he fits great in this room. Number one. Yeah. You know, I, I think he. I talk about a fit from a fit standpoint. I think he fits incredible in this room. I will say there was a reason why Parrish didn't get a lot of snaps. They're, they just want to make sure he's healthy. Like, don't sleep on Parrish. You know, at right. the end of the day, because everyone keeps. They everybody likes the shiny new toy, right? Everyone always forgets about the guy that's reliable going to pick up the blitz going to hit the right hole he might not be the fastest he might not be the tallest he might not be the strongest but for some reason parish went to the sec did really well came here with no help and always fell forward last year if you remember when he was running ran hard didn't complain put his head down i think parish still has a lot to say even though he doesn't do no sexy things you're not going to see parish run a 4-3 you're not going to see him bulldoze you know a, a big linebacker but I think Parrish is going to be very efficient I think he'll be the glue to this room in my opinion but to, but to answer your question all I saw from AJ was I'm here and I belong in this room like a lot of people are like well let's see he only played four games at Nebraska before he got hurt people don't understand when we got Trevante right I mean I'm sure Blue knows this the other buzz coming out of Louisiana was that dude you know, at the time. And no, none of the Canes talked about him because he was never really linked to us or anything like that. But he was, there were schools going after him. Nebraska was, he was about to start for Nebraska after four games. And the kid is, is a player. And if you ever talk to him, he's a no nonsense kid. He just wants, he wants reps. He's going to come take reps. He's going to want to run. You, you like that dog mentality. Um, It's one showing. I thought he showed what he's capable of doing. Uh, I liked it. I, I think the world of the young man so far, but you know, I, I'm still I like boring and efficient. That's me. G- give me Parrish until someone dethrones him. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to uh, Max in the chat, my boy Max. I think we can say after uh... Max, I'm calling hey, Max. I wouldn't get you on the show like Vish said. You know? <laughs> Vish tweeted out that you were coming on the show, but you know. Because uh, yeah. you put Miami flow and it auto populates the match. Yeah, this dude oh, Twitter God. like picks the wrong like you know how hard it is for me to at you because it picks like the wrong jazz. <laughs> you know, like I tweet I at you like almost every tweet because it's to promote show stuff. And still, like I feel like and oh, DJ, I, I've misidentified multiple times. Max is just the latest. I mean, you still got the buckets <laughs> background on here for God's sake. Right. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's a really cool logo, by the way. When Hoodie cool. Girl showed us. I was like, wow. Totally spaced on that, man. We, we, we did a whole pre-show, though. This is not just my fault. <laughs> on the backgrounds. <laughs> oh, man. We were on screen oh. for like 10 minutes staring at the wrong logo and no one said anything. You should <laughs> notice more than I should because you're never on a show with this logo. I know, right? It's crazy. Um, it's- Flo, Flo, Blue Blue mentioned something earlier today about, you know, we we're kind of talking about what we're most concerned. Oh, look, there you go. You changed it. Look at that. Uh, that's a nice logo, too, man. <laughs> Uh, the buckets one is pretty sick. Um, Blue kind of mentioned earlier about you know some of the things that we took away that were not so positive, right? The penalties, right. some of the holding calls, some of that stuff. Is there anything that concerns you the most? Because I mentioned that I think, well, yeah, well, what, g- give me one, not a, not a, not many, but no. The truth, what I mentioned was that I don't think the offensive line depth is there yet. Um, you know, I think there's more depth on defense. Um, at more positions than there is on offense, this is my opinion, right? right. But I still yeah. saw that the development of the wide receivers is getting there. Obviously, our wide, our running backs are loaded. We didn't see any tight ends. I'm mostly concerned at the tight end position with number 23, 
with Mr. Skinner. I just, you know, there's a lot of things I saw that I didn't like from him in the scrimmage, and it wasn't really the play on the field. Let's put it that way. Right. Uh, even though he did drop some balls, he looked a little lazy out there. But for me, the biggest concern on offense is the offensive line still. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on defense, it, it could just be, you know, getting everybody on the same page necessarily. I think they're talented. It's just getting right. What's what's your thoughts on what you – there's a couple of things that concern you with the team right now. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm a – I'm a scheme guy, right? Like, I, that's that's what gets me excited when it comes to football. We got dudes now. Like, we're getting the dudes that we're supposed to get. These are different kind of guys. I mean, that, that's pretty clear. You know, it's up to the staff to put it together. But I will tell you this. Everybody in the stands was all excited because Gidry kept bringing the, the heat up the middle. He called – Shannon Dawson called three screens. Two were dropped, and one was tipped by Moten. And – all three of those screens would have went for 30, 40 yards before anyone would have touched them. There was nobody there. And nobody's talking about that, right? And, and if they ever release that tape, which they won't probably publicly, but he called three screens, you know, two to the left and one to the right. Two were dropped that hit him, hit the guys right in the hand. And one Moten uh, jumped up and did like a little tip. But the whole didn't, offensive didn't line. Didn't make a really good play on one also? Porter on one of the screens. The, the I, I can think I remember three screens. Two yeah. were dropped, and yeah. one. And you might be right. There might have been four, but yeah. I remember there was nobody over there. Yeah. I'm talking three or four offensive linemen and a running back just hanging out. And there's I'm talking real estate for days. Oh yeah, I remember the port right. for the molten one that he almost picked it oh, off. Oh, that was gone. The, the whole yeah. offensive line was in front of that one. Yeah, me and Blue were like, oh, right. he catches that. Easy. Right. And there was one to the right that hit the guy right in the hands. I actually think it was Ray Ray that yeah, tried to take off before he, he caught the ball. And it, and there was, I mean, there's a couple big dudes in front of him, and there's nobody there for 10 to 15 yards, right? And I know, look, the fans, and, and me included, i rather play aggressive. I, I feel that our guy, the type of players we have are the kind of guys you have to, you know, you have to take off the leash for them to be aggressive. But we're all excited because it was they brought the blitz and all this stuff. But there was some plays left out there that the defense really didn't have nothing to do with. It was just bad execution on the offense, you know. And I think that's something that we need to bring up because what is the number one killer to a blitz? Right, throw a screen, you know. And then and if we can't defend the screen, we can't blitz. I'm just, I'm just gonna, because those are massive chunk gains. Those aren't like little five yard gains. And then the second thing is, and I, and I think you guys touched on it when I was coming in, is we ran the ball pretty damn well, um, and it was all the backs. I mean, that touchdown that Mark Fletcher scored on the first one, any one of us could have walked in the end zone through that hole. You know, that's just, I mean, he was, it was massive. You know, AJ had a good day. Fletcher had a good day. Parrish, they only ran him a little bit. They didn't want him to get dinged up, right? And Cheney kind of was the same thing. But they didn't – know nothing looked back on the running game. But I think from a, a, a causing havoc, passing downs, being relentless, this is going to be great. But if we run into a team that's boring, like let's say – I know we don't – we run into like a Duke where they come out in 22 on us, personnel, and we got to play big boy over and over in assignment football and not just come with our, with our ears pinned back. I don't know. I got to see it. You know, I, I love the I love the change of uh, identity. I, I love that. I love that. Our linebacking court to me is exciting because Kiko's that dude. Either whoever wins out of Wesley and, and KJ, I think they're going to do a good job. But then you got dudes behind that. I, he- I heard you bring up right when I was coming on a little bit of Popo and a little bit of Marcellus. And I was like, dude, Marcellus was moving. He's a good kid, man. <laughs> a big boy. 
Blue, Blue, and he would, and, Blue, you were like, who's number 33? I'm like, that's Pullman. I'm like, hold yeah. on. But do you guys remember? I, I know Blue remembers this. When we offered him and he committed, you know what everybody was saying? He looks a little slow. Sure. And, and I was like, well, are you watching the same state championship game that I'm watching? That, And then, and then he, what's, what's the first thing that people are saying out of camp when he showed up? This dude's fast. Yeah. And he's massive. Like, he's huge. He's like 6'3", 230, 235 right now, yep. you know, uh, and and we're not even going to talk about Popo. And there, there's rumors out there that Mr. Washington is running in the four threes, four threes, high, low four fours. And that's a linebacker. And Malik, I mean, we got dudes that are different right now. We could talk. I mean, I don't even want to talk about Bain. It's boring. Like we, we've been telling. I know, again, I, I bring up Blue. We knew about Bain before the country knew about Bain. Oh, but everyone said he was too little. Too. I'm like, that dude is, what do you mean? <laughs> like, he plays in one of the best programs in the whole country, and all he does is get attention and break records. You know, so, and he's, you hear how they're talking about Bain. I don't want to bore you guys, because Bain is, that's an easy one. That's an easy one. The, the, the guy that surprised me, honestly, overall, was Damari. How well he adjusted. Um, he didn't look out of place. Uh, he 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 fits, and 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 Damari will come and support the run. That, that's the big thing with the young corners. It's it's not that they can't cover; it's can they come up and support the run. Damari will come up and support the run. You know, he, he's the, he's not that corner that's shy. You know, he's got good size. I think for me, he was the the quiet surprise in in a good way for me was was Damari because I really enjoyed how he played. You know, boring football. And boring football usually is good. You know. That, to me, Demar was the, the quiet guy that I would say that was exciting for me. TVD and, is is I'm, I'm sorry, but I'll just say TVD NFL arm. You know, I think he 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 stays on his read a little too long sometimes. But other than that, he, he he's a good guy. He's a good player. I mean, for the schedule we got, he's more than good enough. I agree. Yeah, just I, I know uh, uh, Flo was touching a little bit on some of the run support out of the secondary, but I'll just throw this out to Blue Jazz. Well, you were all there. Um, shout out to Storing Back You. Thanks for the dono. Um, are you guys concerned about our rushing defense? Our run game is pretty good. time we didn't really run too many different run plays. So it's one of those, is our run game good or is the run defense bad questions, I guess. I guess we'll start with you, Flo, as the guest of honor here. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I always don't care who's doing it. I care about if we can stop it. So I start with the defense first. I mean, we do have better offense alignment clearly than we had last year, right? But that D-line has got some dudes, right? They got some dudes on that D-line. I don't know why people were complaining. There's there's some players on that defensive line. And I, until I see a stop it, I, I would say that that would be an area that I would look at, you know? Um, and now they have tape. You know, Mario did that on purpose. You talk to any of the players, they were shocked of what happened. Nobody knew that was coming for them. You know, I they were like, we didn't know we were going to do We didn't know we were going to play that long. We didn't know we were going to do a scrimmage in two minutes. We thought it was a regular practice. So Mario shocked them, made them uncomfortable. They, it was really bad in the beginning, like Lou was saying. All the penalty, it looked horrible. Then they kind of got going. Then they got tired. Yeah. Remember when they jogged out and Mario sent them back to the sideline and made them run out? You know, so I think that you got to give the staff chance now that they have tape to make those corrections on the run game, right? Because, you know, it's, it's fitting the gaps. It's, it's hitting the right gaps and, and stuff like that. So I think the second scrimmage is really going to tell you if we have issues. Because I don't think you're going to – listen, if we find out anything against Miami, Ohio, we did something wrong. 
and there's no disrespect to Miami of Ohio, but we can play average and do well. You know, uh, they have a good quarterback that was hurt all last year, you know, Mr. Gabbert, but those those dudes can't play with our dudes in waves, you know, in waves, in, in my opinion. That's me. Oh, uh, Javi loves you, by the way, if you noticed on the chat. Uh, the general, much love to all except Flo. So, oh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Jad, Jad, Blue, do you have thoughts on, on the run defense? Yeah, go ahead, Blue. Blue, you can, you can take this one yeah, um, maybe we're not giving our running game enough credit. I think the running game is really good. There's not, like you said, the flow said, there's not, you know, there may not be a better group potentially in the in the ACC collectively. There's teams that have one and two backs, but Miami's got an opportunity to go inside, outside. They got some speed. Um, they got some athletes and uh, – but yeah, I. But to be honest with you, Flo, I'm not disregarding any team after last year. Right. And you got to remember, Miami of Ohio returns all 15 players on defense. Yep. From the number one defense in the and in, in their conference, the conference, number 11 overall. So, I'm not, you know, I'm not discounting anybody. Miami's got the talent, but see, the difference is, is Miami of Ohio's played together 39 True. games. Miami hasn't, and that's. I think that becomes an issue. But the, the thing I was going to ask you, what you saw, and, and Jazz brought it up before, Redding. Uh, he <laughs> caught the ball extremely well. And here's a guy we've been waiting on for two full years, you know, coming out of the Pensacola area, going to IMG, uh, like Restrepo's there for the grades as well, second best uh, GPA on the football team, smart kid, uh, We've been waiting for him to bust out. If he continues, does he get more playing time? I I was impressed how lean he came in. Yeah, he was good. He's, he's always been that, you know, like little must like even when he was in high school when he was at the Under Armour game. I mean, he was he's always had those arms, you know, he, he was built different. He yeah. looks leaner, quicker. Even not not to change up, but Latson even looks a little leaner, which is weird. Like they, they reshape these guys a little bit, but look. I, I've been a Michael Redding fan from the jump because I think he's reliable. You know, yeah. uh, I, I don't see him dropping balls. I'm not even in practice. Like, he, does, he doesn't he, – he goes where he's supposed to be. You know, and, and he does look a little more lucid to me. And, and you brought up a good point. You know, it, it kind of went forgotten, but good. you guys got a good point. Like, he definitely looked – I thought he looked different, you know, to, to, to be quite honest. He looked a little more, if you can say, faster. You know, he looked a little faster out there, smooth. You know, I think we're not crediting the coaching staff mm. enough because what these guys did, and you look in his situation, KB worked with him all yep. spring. And mm. I think what he probably saw in him is he the kid didn't run real good patterns last year. His, his, his you know, route running was not awesome. And I think that's what happened. I think KB got with him. They worked on the route running. I mean, I can't say that KB got him in shape like he is. I mean, he right. did it on his own. But I think in many ways, you know, I mean, even we were sitting next to Ice Harris, and and I even said, I uh, said, hey, who's that running back coach? You know, because, uh, you know, I mean, I'll tell you what. You remember when I said that to him, uh, Jazz? Yeah. I said, who the hell is that running back coach? And, <laughs> and that makes a huge difference, uh, Flo, uh, to get coaching like they have now, linebacker-wise, Nicholson. Yep. Um, yep. 
you could just see that they're more active. You know, Charlie Strong sat on his hands last year. He really, <laughs> he really never, he never really made an effort uh, to elevate any of those kids. And and I think that when Mario first got here and uh, a year ago, when I talked to him in his office, and he said he looked at me, he says, "What's been the problem?" He goes, "You know, I, you know, I see these athletes come in here," and I said to him, "I said." Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The kids don't get coached up. And he looked at me and said, that, that crap will not happen here. Mm-hmm. So I like that idea. I know he had to weed through a year's worth of coaching, but I think he's got the guys at all the positions now uh, that, that are there for one reason, and they're there to make this team get better. And I think we need to credit the coaching staff a lot m- more than a lot of people are because we were listening to all the – People, oh, this guy and that guy. Well, what about the coaching staff? They got in his face all spring and, and you yeah. know, taught him and spent hours with him. I could almost bet you that, you know, that running game, they spent countless hours in the film room mm. and breaking down the things that they didn't do right during spring and last year. So, I mean, well, I was, that's the only thing I had to add on that. But, uh, but uh, during this uh, scrimmage, uh, Jazz kept pointing out Redding, and uh, he says, wow, he did it again. He did it. So I think that if he warrants, uh, I'd put him in that rotation, you know, and see, because if he could take the top off the, the secondary, you know, because he's got some speed and he gets out there. Mm-hmm. and But like you said, he's a leaner guy, and if he's learning how to run better patterns now mm-hmm. and, and his route running is crisper, then I think he's going to shake a lot of DBs, and then that's going to put him in a, a really good situation where last year they could just single cover him and he wasn't going to do anything to hurt you. But this year, if you don't play somebody over top, he might kill you. No. <laughs> so I hope, anyway. It's exciting to hear that, right? And, and I think that's, a, again, Flo, Blue, Bish, DJ, we all talked about how, how important Kevin Beard was going to be to this, to this wide receiver room. Uh, from a coaching standpoint, from a developmental standpoint, you're starting to see it already. Uh, and, and even guys like that just came in, you know, we don't talk about enough. Shamar Kirk is another one that's in there. He's going to try to fight for some reps. Rashard Smith was in there getting a lot of reps. I mean, everybody, right? So that whole entire wide receiver uh, core, you're going to see a lot of development from you. Now, yeah. at the end of the day, I think, Flo, you can agree with this, and we'll, we'll ask one more question recruiting-wise and get you off. Uh, we do appreciate you coming on, man. But um, uh, th- at the end of the day, and I, and I know that you you kind of harp on this also, is we got the dudes. We've got the talent. You see it out there. 
it's a matter of everybody just putting it together. Once er one, once everything comes comes together on a consistent basis, yeah, this is this could be a playoff team for sure. You know, uh, I don't think we're there just yet because I think I still think they need to clean up some stuff. But uh, I think that more than more than not, you're going to see some exciting play out of this team this year. But Jazz, uh, look, there's something that's been undefeated in all football history. You don't know what you have until you go through adversity. Yeah. Like, it, listen, and I mean this respectfully to everybody that's watching it. That's great that we that everything looks beautiful right now. We got these dudes, and I mean, I, trust me, I'm thank God we have these dudes, and we have coaches like Tim. I mean, excuse me, Coach Harris, detail oriented. Like, just we got dudes, and, and we have teachers. But I need to see what happens when. Some stuff doesn't go our way. We throw a pick six. We, we jump off side. We, we're flat in the first half. You know, uh, we're down by two touchdowns. Or we lose a game that we shouldn't have lost. Like, I won't know for me, this is me personally, what we have until we go through some shit. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, right now, butterflies, roses, balloons. Look at the guys. Look how big they are. They're running. And look at the coaches yelling at everybody. That's great. We haven't had that in, oof. 20 some years, right? But I'm scared. Maybe I have like <laughs> a syndrome or something. I'm scared until I see what happens once, you know, the Mike Tyson line that I always say, everybody has a plan to get punched in the face. Well, yep. I won't know what we have until we get punched in the face. And I, and I know Blue brought up Miami of Ohio and, and actually me and the general were talking about it. I really believe if we play average, average, not, not bad football, that's not much of a game for me, I think, because we have dudes. Until we can run up against somebody that has the same dude on the other side of the scrimmage, and then the second wave dude that comes in is just like that dude, I don't think we're really going to find out what we have as far as how this season's going to go. Because there's new coordinators, a bunch of transfers, a bunch of freshmen are going to play. I think six freshmen are going to end up playing a big role on, on, on this game in, in, in this season. You know, I, there's so much unknown. It's so it's amazing. Like we get off the bus, we look great. I just need to see it on the field. That's me. I, I want to be Debbie Downer, but no, you're right. I got to see it. I'll tell you what, and people don't realize this, right? And I'll, I'll end with this, and I'll ask you that recruiting question I want to ask you. But uh, well, appreciate Alex, Alex from Miami, mate. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole Miami uh, flows network is fi fighting <laughs> in the chat the here. Arguing there in the chat. <laughs> they got nothing better to do. Talker, right? Talker, <laughs> uh, they got nothing better to do. Talker, there. Uh, people don't realize with with all the TVD talk as well about how. You know, you know, he obviously had issues last year and he was hurting. This is his third offensive coordinator. And as as, as excited as we are about mm -hmm. uh, Coach Dawson and what he's going to bring, you know, as far as his his uh, his style of play, which, by the way, he's running the football, baby. He's going <laughs> to run the football. He leaned up. He leaned up. Yeah, yeah he's going to run the football. But the fact of the matter is, this is on a, he's on his third offensive coordinator. So, you know, there's going to be a lot to see, like you mentioned. There's going to be a lot to see how – they respond to everything, all the changes and everything. And, and, and like you said, when Texas A&M or even Miami of Ohio, whoever it is, punches them in the mouth, do they get right back up and keep trying to kick your ass? You know, that's going to be the biggest thing. Um, if we struggle against Miami, we got problems. And, and not because they're a bad team. I, I, I understand. Blue I don't want to see team blue, returning Gabbard, is, that, that quarterback's real. But if we're in the third quarter and it's a close game, we're doing something wrong because yeah. all the moves we've made, we should be pulling away at that point. In my opinion, that is my opinion. 
Oh, I thought you were saying something. My bad. Uh, yeah. Well, the, I just, well, Josh, I you might want to. You, I want to clarify this. You didn't. Yeah. You didn't say. You didn't mean this year. No, I didn't. No. Down the road. Fun. That would be that, very crazy. You, you distinctly. I can clip it for later. You said not there yet. We're not. We're not. We're not. I'm not. We're going to the eleven wins. Not here. Not here. No. No, well, no. Um, real quick, before we let you go, obviously we had, so you know, we had Elias Rudolph and Luke Nickel commit, but we right. also had, you know, listen, man, I was talking about this with Blue uh, right before the, the show started too, but bro, Flo, come on, bro, another three-star offensive lineman, bro. Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, I had to, I had to put it like that. I had to put it like that. People don't know. And I'm going to talk to Blue about this, too, but I want to get your take on KV on Broussard first before I go to Blue. And, I mean, well, look, I mean, come on. Look how big this kid is. What are we talking it's, about it's, here? Listen, Mario's not going to – listen. First of all, if you know recruiting, there's a guy named – his last name is Atkins at Florida State who's like 80% of Florida State, in my opinion. Excellent, excellent coach. I know a lot of Kings fans don't want to hear this. This dude is, is a, a legend, and he's probably going to be a head coach soon. He wanted this guy bad, bad. He wanted KV on bad. For Miami to snatch him from a rival, from a really good recruiter. Like, Atkins is the real deal. I know the Kings fans get mad when I say, but he's, I give credit where credit is due. That guy's the real deal. Um, yeah, he's got size, got great feet, former tight end, got a big frame. I mean, you see his tape. He's got to get a little stronger. But you come and you bring him here and you stash him and you put him in the, in the strength and conditioning program, nutrition. And he watches Francis train. He watches Pancake train. He watches McCoy train. I mean, now you're getting to the point where they just follow. You know, like I, I always tell people, everyone's like, oh, Cam's an All-American. You know why Cam is such a big deal? Because the safeties behind him watch Cam in the film room. Watch Cam how he's the leader. Watch Cam how he shows up at practice. And, oh, by the way, he's an All-American. So, Kavion, someone like that with those tools comes into this program with the guys in front of him right now. It's kind of like just follow follow the leader, right? He, look, that whole ranking thing is just a joke. I, I I can't stand. I say to the fan base all the time, and I don't care if you guys don't watch tape, don't don't watch the stars, because it's gonna it just makes no sense. I mean, the, I mean, there was there was good teams after this guy, but for me, Atkins wanted him. We took him. That's a big get because Atkins knows how to find those Jews. I agree. Uh. Flo, man, always a pleasure. You know, oh, absolutely. Um, you know, we had we had fun. Obviously, we hung out a little bit at the at the scrimmage as well. But um, we get that knee checked, all right, man. <laughs> I can't. The, the doctor told well, me. Why you play golf on it, bro? Really you know what's funny? The doctor goes, "You're too young to get a knee replacement." <laughs> That's how bad it is. Oh, and but I can't, and I'm too old to get the surgery, so I'm stuck in the middle. Wow. <laughs> so I gotta hobble around a little bit, and that's okay, man. You know, that's a couple right. a couple Advil, and I'm I'm good to go. You know, that's just right. gotta drop a few pounds, and and I'll be all right. Yeah, you'll be good. Uh, yeah, for I, sure. I appreciate y'all having me on, though. I love y'all, man. You know that you guys are great. Yeah, you guys are doing a great job. Well, appreciate and, uh, you. Hopefully, we catch up again later in the season. You know, you know, you know, we'll see you out there. We'll get we'll get together, but uh, we know you're on every every Sunday night on the Mind yes, of Glow channel, so. Make sure yes, y'all check them out, and of course, go give some love to the Boom Squad as well. So. That's right. Order a shirt, and it goes helps to the NIL program. You know, <coughs> they got uh, some cool stuff. I just bought the hat. I got it back here. So cool, I got, man. I got the, I got a Miami hat back here. I just got yes. that. Wow. 
Oh yeah. Oh, that's cool. Right next to your manscape thing, right there. All right, Flo, we appreciate it. Good night, guys. Appreciate y'all. Take care. Thanks, Flo. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. You know.